Okay, stand by. Broadcasting from the Cruise Radio Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. Hey, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. Check out our new website, cruiseradio.net. And a big pat on the back to you, Douglas. Uh, a fine job assembling all the content on the new site. Thank you. Definitely worth checking out. For example, if you're planning a trip, uh, just click on planning, cruiseradio.net. Want to welcome our new sponsor, Park West Gallery. Happy to have you a part of our Cruise Radio family. On this show, we'll link up with Hotel Director Kevin Thorogood. He is aboard the Carnival Destiny. Also, we'll get a review of Royal Caribbean's Majesty of the Seas from listener Chris Harms. But first, Stuart Shearer on the Cruise Guy is here. Hello, Stuart. Hey, Matt. Hey, Doug. Disney Fantasy reached another milestone over the weekend. What was that? Well, they actually put the front end on. <laughs> the, uh, the bow of the uh, Disney Fantasy was uh, put into place, so... Now the superstructure is complete, which is uh, pretty pretty exciting. How how much longer are we going to have to wait to see her? Well, the ship's maiden voyage is uh, March 31st, so we'll we'll see her uh, in March of uh, 2012. It's going to be home ported where? In Port Canaveral. So uh, nice. she is going to be uh, replacing Disney Magic uh, on the seven-night Eastern and Western Caribbean. Tropical Storm Lee, which turned into Tropical Depression Lee, affected some sailings into Mobile and New Orleans over the weekend. Now, did this delay any future sailings? Well, the actually, Doug, it was both. Both uh, the current and future sailings were impacted. Uh, NCL, which was supposed to arrive on Sunday, wound up not being able to come in until really late Monday, early Tuesday, uh, because uh, Carnival has uh, precedence uh, over them, so uh, their ship... Uh, came in uh, Carnival Triumph and uh, was very, very late uh, because the, the port itself was closed. And then, you know, coupled with there was a lot of traffic. And it takes a while to get up, you know, from the, the Mississippi Delta up to New Orleans. So uh, the the, the uh, uh, Carnival Triumph didn't arrive until about 5, 5.30 uh, Central Time. And uh, they had uh, Norwegian Spirit actually uh, anchor uh, in the middle of uh, the Mississippi River, about nine miles south, waiting for uh, Carnival to uh, unload and, and reload and, and take off because uh, they can only accommodate one ship at a time there. And speaking of, looking out of the tropics right now, there's a couple of storms out there. Now, if folks are sailing in the next week or week and a half or so, what's, what should they do? Well, I think the important thing to do is, you know, do a little bit of research online, watch the storm's track, but uh, most importantly what they should be doing if they are sailing, uh, take a look at the airline's websites for, you know, what their policies are uh, for tropical weather, uh, but most importantly what the cruise lines are doing, because you may, may, you may need to get to the port a little early to ensure you actually get on the ship, because as we saw in San Juan a few weeks back, uh, there were some passengers that uh, were left behind, and had they known that the ship was leaving, uh, they would have. Uh, made, they, they could have done a little bit. Uh, uh, they could have done a little bit more to make sure they got to the ship. But uh, it's very important to you know stay in contact with the cruise lines when you're sailing. And look, you know, I'd rather be on a moving ship during a hurricane than stuck at a hotel. So this really shows you know the, the you know how wonderful it is really to be cru- you know, on a cruise ship during these times because look, the ships can move. Hotels can't. It's important to realize that if you are planning on sailing during hurricane season and there's some storms brewing out there, constantly check with the cruise line and the cruise line's website, right? It, very, very important. And, uh, and as far as uh, travel insurance, you have to get the insurance before it becomes a named 
storm or all bets are off okay. and you could be risking a lot of money. Stuart, I know Royal Caribbean announced their 2012 Asian sailings this week. Uh, what ship and what ports can we see on the itinerary? Well, this is actually, uh, Matt, quite a significant development uh, because it, it, you know, Voyager committing a ship of Voyager size at 140,000 tons, 3,114 uh, passengers to the market. Uh, they've got Legend of the Seas, uh, which has been out there since uh, 2010, and now adding Voyager. I mean, it's, it's significant, and they're going to wind up having 49 sailings um, in 2012 uh, departing out of Shanghai. So, I mean, they're going to, by far, uh, Royal Caribbean will have the largest uh, amount of uh, cruise berths uh, anywhere within the region, and uh, it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty extensive considering um, the different kinds of sailings that uh, that they'll have. Uh, you know, with between you know anywhere from three, four, five, seven, and eight night itineraries, uh, possibly even longer when you count the fourteen to eighteen night cruises when they do the repositioning from uh, Shanghai to uh, Australia, New Zealand. So there's there's going to be a lot of options now. The big question, of course, uh, will it attract uh, a lot of Americans, probably not. Most of the passengers that they're eyeballing uh, for this itinerary are, are actually Chinese passengers uh, visiting, you know, the, the different uh, countries of, uh, uh, you know, China, uh, you know, leaving from China and heading to uh, South Korea as well as Japan. Where's Voyager right now? Voyager right now is in Europe. She'll be uh, coming back uh, to uh, the United States and sailing from uh, New Orleans for the season. And then she'll head back to Europe, and then she'll reposition to Asia. All right. Thank you, man. Hey, it is always a pleasure. This is Cruise Radio. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. Each episode, we give you Porthole Cruise Magazine's Pick of the Week. If you're cruising from Port Canaveral this month and plan to spend some pre- or post-cruise time in Orlando, you should know that the entire month of September is Visit Orlando's Magical Dining Month. This means you can take advantage of great savings at some of Central Florida's best restaurants, which will feature three-course dinner menus of an appetizer, entrees, and a dessert at a set price of just $30. Just some of the participating fine dining restaurants include the Capitol Grill, Charlie's Steakhouse, Morton's, Seasons 52, Ocean Air, and a bunch more. Plus, $1 from each meal will be donated to the Boys and Girls Clubs of Central Florida. Go to OrlandoMagicalDining.com to see a complete list of participating restaurants, view their three-course magical menus, and even make an online reservation. Right now, we have linked up with hotel director Kevin Thorogood. He is aboard the Carnival Destiny. Kevin, thanks for making time for us, and welcome to Cruise Radio. Thank you very much. Kevin, first off, tell us about your responsibilities aboard the Carnival Destiny. Uh, my responsibilities are overseeing each department, making sure the management uh, are running their uh, departments and ensuring that our guests are getting the best possible service. Kevin, life at sea seems so cool. How long are your contracts? Um, varying on your position on board, anywhere between five to seven, eight months, and then obviously a couple, two to three months off on vacation. So, Kevin, are you ever actually able to spend time and enjoy the port you visit? Oh, absolutely. You make your own time. You know, you know everybody has to have the, a little bit of relaxation. 
And, uh, you know, when, when the work's relaxed, then it's time to get off and go see the islands. Kevin, as a hotel director, do you find yourself more behind the scenes or with the guest, or is there a balance of both? Oh, no, very much uh, both, behind the scenes um, and in front, of a, in front of house with our guests. You know, we run a 24-hour operation behind doors and in front of the door. So, you know, I spend a lot of time around the guest area saying hi to guests and uh-huh. talking to them, and, and as well as mixing with the crew behind scenes because we got a lot of hard workers back there as well. Do you find it difficult to balance all of your paperwork with the uh, actual time spent with the guests? No, no, it's all about time management. You, you know, you, you prioritize your daily activities and, you, you, you know, you have to make sure you have plenty of time in front of house to talk to your guests and make sure that they're happy. Kevin, Carnival recently just modified their smoking policy aboard all of their ships. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, this is over a period of years. This is in line with a lot of surveys that have happened with, um, you know, past guests and um, crew and management on board where, you know, we were asked about the, you know, the smoking policies and the areas and only 10% of our guests that travel with us are smokers. Wow. Um, And so lounges have been sort of modified to allow people to go out in the evening um, to, a, you know, the, the piano bar without the, 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 the you know, the, 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 the pressure of everybody smoking around them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we've, we've mixed it up a bit. I mean, our dining rooms have always been no smoking, um, but it, it gives a, the, the non-smokers a little bit more freedom around the ship to go out and visit and explore the lounges in the evening time. Correct me if I'm wrong, but right now you can smoke in the staterooms, right? You can smoke in the staterooms until December the 1st. And then December the 1st, it'll be on the balconies only if you've purchased a balcony cabin. Kevin, we've talked to a lot of hotel directors, and they all have some crazy story about some crazy passenger request. Uh, do you have any of those? Oh, that's a, that's a difficult one. Um, when I, when I first joined the company, I, I was very, you know, you, you hear about burials at sea, uh, and that was really weird to me that someone would want to bring on a vacation and have a burial at sea, but it becomes, you know, the, a normal request nowadays. Right. Um, yeah, how popular is the spreading of the ashes at sea? Um, more so recently. It's, it's not every cruise, but it, people seem to want to do it. We've had a couple in the last month or so, so, you know, it's... It, huh. Some guests, maybe they, they've taken so many cruises and or they used to be in the naval services. And, right. You know, that's how they uh, want to be remembered. So. One last question for you, Kevin. What is your favorite part of the job? The favorite part of my job is meeting people, talking to the, uh, the guests, the crew from all over the world, um, just learning about other people's cultures and uh, the way people live uh, and, you know, just interaction with others. All right. He is the hotel director aboard the Carnival Destiny. Kevin Thorogood, thanks so much for being with us on Cruise Radio, man. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure. Don't spread my ashes out to sea. Don't lay me down to rest. You can put my mind at ease if you fill my last request. Prop me up beside the jukebox if I die. Have you been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise one. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise one. Or how about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun? Hazard? Or New England? Or Canada? Or Italy? Or Greece? Or the Far East? Or how about a cruise around the whole world? Cruise one. Got a dream vacation for you. Cruise one. Let us send you on your way. Cruise one. Number one in cruising nationwide. 
One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's 1-800-CRUISE-1 or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in cruising Our next guest is a listener from Wisconsin. He can be found at cruisersconnect.com. He is Chris Harms. Chris, welcome to Cruise Radio. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for having me today. Absolutely. And you recently took a three-night out of Miami on Royal Caribbean's Majesty of the Seas, correct? That is correct. I assume you flew there. So how was getting to the port and embarkation and all that? Well, I always fly in a day in advance. That's what I recommend, just in case you have a flight delay or something happens. You'd hate to miss a ship because of a flight delay or mechanical error. We flew in the day earlier, and we spent the night at the Hilton right downtown in Miami. We arrived to the port about 11 or so, and embarkation was smooth. It took us from probably curb to on the ship a little less than a half an hour, so it was really smooth. And once we walked across the gangway, a thunderstorm of rain came crashing down, so we made it aboard just in the nick of time. What were your first impressions of the ship? You know, I was a little surprised, or I was a little nervous about sailing on the Majesty because I'm used to Royal Caribbean's bigger ships. But when I boarded the ship on deck four, we walked into the Centrum area. I was pleasantly surprised about how new it seemed, the new carpeting, and how big it actually was by just judging by, you know, the virtual tour and the photos online. And then the Majesty was in dry dock in 07 for renovations, but it's almost 20 years old. How's it looking? I think the ship is actually in good condition, and I think the only area where you can somewhat tell that the ship is from the 90s is actually in the cabins. But besides that, it's all new carpeting. they got the new bedding in the cabins. And, I mean, it does have the rock climbing wall, which is standard across Royal Caribbean's fleet. So I think it's nice for a short week on cruise. Chris, speaking of cabins, Royal Caribbean's known for having, well, kind of smaller cabins. What were your impressions of them? Actually, after 20 Royal Caribbean cruises, this was my first time having, or I should say second time, having an inside cabin without a balcony. Uh-huh. And when we went ahead and booked the cruise, there were no balconies left, so I got a superior ocean view cabin. And, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't happy about it. And the cabin was a lot smaller than I actually thought it was going to be. And the window was actually a lot smaller than I've, I had before when I didn't have a balcony on my other cruise. And I was pleasantly surprised, though, that hearing that Deck 9 has completely obstructed views because of lifeboats, I managed to have a cabin that I could see out. So that was nice. However, I don't like in the cabins how the phones are across from where the bed area is. So if you want to check what time it is or make a phone call, you're going to have to get up out of bed and walk across to the phone. However, when the ship was in dry dock, it got Royal Caribbean's new bedding upgrade, which I absolutely love, and it got a flat-screen television. So those were nice features in what is a dated cabin. And, in fact, I just actually got done uploading pictures from uh, our cabin onto Cruisers Connect, if any of you guys want to check that out online. How was the food, Chris? I thought the food was very good. Um, The Majesty has two dining rooms, or two main dining rooms, but then up on deck 11 and 12, they have the Windjammer, and then up on deck 12, they have the Compass Deli, which serves uh, paninis, soup, salad, and the you know, small dessert selection. But then they also have Johnny Rockets, which is a 50-style diner. And for a $4.95 cover charge, you can have a cheeseburger and a milkshake and stuff. So that was nice to go in there. I went in there on actually day two when we were at Coco Cat. How about the entertainment, Chris? I thought the entertainment was surprisingly good. Uh, I was surprised at actually how small the theater was compared to some of the bigger ships. But I thought the uh, Royal Caribbean production show, I believe it was the Boogie Woogie, was actually very good. Uh, there was also a comedian aboard, and he was good. And then our cruise director, Dave Chapman, was also very good. You mentioned Coco Cay. Uh, what were your impressions of that? Um, you know, I've been to Haiti a bunch of times, which is, of course, Royal Caribbean's other private island. Right. And, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of Haiti more than of Coco Cay. 
But I thought it was very nice. We rented uh, these new private cabanas that they have on Coco Cay. And along with the private cabanas, you get uh, these floating mats and uh, two coupons for snorkel gear. So I took the snorkel gear out there for a little bit, and I have a little fear of fish, but I went out there for a while, and at Coco Cay, which they don't have at Haiti, is the snorkel staff have these cut-out, like, wooden fish that have numbers on them, and they hide those in the snorkeling area. So I was out there for about an hour, and if you find one of these, you can uh, cash in at the snorkel desk, mm-hmm. and each one corresponds to a different prize, so like a jet ski or a waterproof camera. And even though I was out there for about an hour, I couldn't find one, but I saw a stingray and a bunch of other fish, so it was very nice, and it was a good experience. Hey, a, a cruise out of Miami on the weekend, I, I picture uh, nothing but a party cruise, was it? It actually was a party cruise, and it was actually a lot of fun. There was a lot of local Floridians aboard, and being from Friday to uh uh, disembarkation on Monday, there was a lot going on. Um, right away on day one, they had the 70s dance party at 11 o'clock. And then on day two, they had the dancing under the stars with a buffet up on the top deck at, you know, 11.45. And then on day three, they had the Royal Caribbean's famous Equest game. So on each and every uh, night, there was something going on. And then like we were talking about food earlier, uh, they have a pizzeria board called Sorrento's. And that was open until 5 a.m. each morning. She could always go in there and grab a slice of pizza. So this is your 20th sailing on Royal Caribbean. What keeps you going back? You know, I think when Royal Caribbean says they really deliver the wow factor, they're not kidding. I mean, their ships offer stuff that no other cruise line can compare. On the Freedom and the Oasis class, it's the Flow Riders with, you know, the new Oasis and Alert. It's a zip line. It's a boardwalk. It's a central park. And it's that gold anchor service that I've experienced in every single one of my cruises that keeps me sailing with the Royal Caribbean. And it doesn't uh, stray me away to a different line. Chris, as I mentioned earlier, you can be found at cruisersconnect.com. And I uh, understand you have an app out. That is correct. Uh, Cruisers Connect, which is a uh, message board for cruisers, first-time and veteran cruisers. Uh, We just released our Android app for our Cruisers Connect members, and this Sunday, September 11th, our Apple app for our members will be released to the public. So uh, cruisers can download that before they set sail, and we have actual stateroom pictures, friends at sea forums where cruisers can meet their uh, future shipmates before they set sail. We have a gallery of featured articles, and like I said, we got our main message boards. So really a site for all types of cruisers. All right, right on. Thanks for talking to us, Chris. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Doug. I do appreciate the opportunity of being on your show today. All right, that's going to do it. Coming up next week, more spellbinding cruise information with Stuart Shearer on The Cruise Guy. Don't forget, we're on the Stitcher Radio Network. Find out all about it at cruiseradio.net. Just click on that Stitcher Radio icon. Yeah, I just want to say it's a really efficient way to get your podcast and live streaming radio. If you're not one to always be syncing with iTunes to get those podcasts updated, this is instant action access to your podcast so we really like stitcher radio you can also read all that online at cruiseradio.net or you can just play this tape back again because <laughs> <laughs> we use cassettes now all right stay on top of the latest cruise news go to cruiseradio.net and under the heading instant email updates simply fill in your email address from the cruise radio studios in jacksonville florida i'm matt basford and i'm doug parker and this is cruise radio As we approach the 10-year anniversary of 9-11, Cruise Radio remembers those lives lost, the heroes on that day, and the men and women of the United States military who protect us every day.